everyone. This is April. And this is Jill. And we are the Sweet and Spicy Chicks. That's right. We are super excited for our newest episode. Yes, so excited. Yes. So we are going to do it on Persuasion, the new 2022 adaptation of the famous Jane Austen novel. is one of Jill's favorites, right? Yes, it is my favorite. <laughs> I love Jane Austen. I have read all of her novels, including her unfinished work, since I was literally 11 years old. And then I took the class in college. So that's awesome. A little bit of an obsessed. Yeah, fan. just a little. <laughs> just a little. <laughs> so would you like to tell them how we're going to be doing this one a little bit differently? Because it is a movie. It's not going to be like a show. Yeah. So if you have listened to our other episodes, which if you haven't, we highly recommend you go back yes. and listen to those uh, and then come back and see us. But the way we're going to structure this for the movie is we're going to go through high level plot. The first 10 minutes will be nothing but high level plot. Then we're going to go through characters. And then we ask some fun questions like, will you watch this or would you watch this with your parents? Would you watch this with your kids? What were the themes that were visited because we want to give you an idea of what the movie is about, what you can expect, um, and what our thoughts and feelings were at a high level without giving spoilers away. Then we do give you a trigger or spoiler warning alert so that you know that to stop listening, go watch it, and then come back and listen to us because we dive into the plot and storyline a little bit deeper. We get into the juicy details and then we do go over the ending. So we don't want to spoil it for you. We want you to go back, watch it. It, form your own opinions and then come back and listen to us talk about it that's right in our opinion yeah <laughs> see if you agree yes that's the way we're going to structure it <laughs> all right and we're actually going to have jill take it away yet again with the plot because she's just so awesome at that oh thanks <laughs> friend that's her way of saying i'm just giving you the work <laughs> <laughs> All right. So plot at a very high level. Uh, this is straight from IMBD. So if you don't believe me, go Google it. But eight years after our heroine Anne Elliot or Jane Austen's heroine Anne Elliot was persuaded by her upper class family out of marrying her true lug. Truck love, Lug. love, <laughs> making new words. Oh, life. her true love. <laughs> Sometimes it feels like a lug. Uh, yes. Frederick Wentworth. A quote from the novel is: "He was a man of humble origins, which means he was poor." Uh, he comes back into her life like a wrecking ball. So what the novel goes through is Will Anne sees her second chance, the novel, what the film goes through as well, <laughs> is Will Anne sees her second chance at love or will she learn to let go with the loss of a true love and just face the fact that they're going to remain friends? Yeah, that's a hard one. <laughs> friend zone <laughs> friend. she had friend zoned yeah. yes she did uh so that's really at a high level the plot and i if you have not read the book this is what i will say you have to read it once in your life i know I that yet so you have that's not my homework no this is the first time here <laughs> i read pain and prejudice but i, I did too yeah. yeah i never read persuasion because i don't know the movie when i watched the first one i didn't really like it Oh, at first, when I first watched the first adaptation or the second one or whatever it was, because there's so many. Oh, and wow. so I was like, eh, why do I even want to bother? But like Pride and Prejudice, I loved. So yeah. we actually went and read that one. Yeah. So I know. Sorry. That means I have homework to go. It's fine. <laughs> so she's going to love me. Yeah. I, I, I didn't read Persuasion. <laughs> 
All right. friends. <laughs> take us through. I didn't set the bar real high here, so take us through. Let's characters. See if I didn't make any new words up, guys. Go for it. Take it. Away. All right. So for characters, I am only going to mention the actor and actress names of the two that are the main important ones. Yeah. So Anne Elliot, which was played by Dakota Johnson. And then Captain Frederick Winworth, played by Cosmo Jarvis. And then there is Anne's crazy family. Father, <laughs> yeah, crazy. Sir Walter Elliot, her eldest sister, Elizabeth Elliot, and her younger sister, Mary Musgrove, and her husband, Charles Musgrove, and their children. And then Charles's family, his parents, his two sisters, Henrietta and Louisa, which happen to be Anne's friends as well. And then we can't forget to mention yet another kissing cousin, <laughs> William Walter Elliot, Anne's cousin and her father's heir. And Jill actually mentions like, what? A kissing cousin? I'm like, yes, of course I have to point these of out course. every time. <laughs> we gotta get away from this British kissing And like, cousin. she, the first time I said that, I was like, what? And now it's been an almost... Every not, yeah, single it does one. Seem like <laughs> The British historical fiction content that we cover, it's like every single yes. one has some And you know, the, the, her face she gave me that day that I first said it, it was like I was <laughs> making up some horrible thing. I'm like, this really happened. And it's so it. this is actually, huh? this See? is her saying, <laughs> this is the thing. That's right. So I proved it. <laughs> so back to the characters. Then there is Mrs. Clay, who is a companion to Anne's older sister, Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Then there's Anne's mentor, Lady Russell, her late mother's best friend, who gives her advice on everything, even when it's a little unwanted. Yeah. <laughs> then there is Captain Wentworth's family, his sister, Mrs. Croft, who is married to Admiral Edward Croft, and then Captain Wentworth's friends, Captain Harville, and Captain Benick. Yes. So that wraps it up for the ones that are really pertinent to the story. Yeah. There's 10,000 people in this movie. <laughs> feels like. And then we're going to jump into Things Visited. So we actually went over these today. So we have a, a good mixing, not too dark. <laughs> we're like talking control. about how dark her Things Visited yes, they are. Be. And very deep and like. Mine are real service. I think about them a lot. Go. So we have love, loss, friendship, narcissism, pride, second chances, and the power of forgiveness. Those are good. <laughs> Equally balanced. That's right. <laughs> and then we have the famous question that we like to ask each other. Would you watch this with your children? Yes. Although they would not want to. They'd be taking a nap. Yeah. That's what my daughter. Like. She's 10 and I think she made it like, I don't know, it was two minutes in and she's like, this is boring. I'm going to my room. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, fine. I have two boys and a, I have a two young boys and a stepdaughter. None of them are watching this with me. No thanks. I put it on and. I watched it three times because we have to take notes, and each time they're like, I don't, I'm not into no, this at all. <laughs> That's an investment because it's kind of a long movie. Yeah, it is. Watching a, it three times. It is an investment. <laughs> so, would you watch this with your parents? Yeah, I have watched this with my parents. I, no problem watching it with my parents. I, I think, again, they would fall asleep, but still. <laughs> But it would be all good. <laughs> what about you? Back to you. Yes, I would watch this one, I think, with my parents. I don't know if they would be a little upset, maybe, about some of the stuff, maybe. Oh, really? they like Well, they watched the first ones, and they. I think this one is just a little. We'll get into all of that later. Risque. Yeah. Possibly. Oh. Or just 2022. Just <laughs> <laughs> Through the lens of yes. the progressive 2022 yes. folks. <laughs> 
<laughs> so um, I think that's really it. You guys can catch this on Netflix. It is a Netflix original. So yep. that's where you're going to be able to watch it. But other than that, that really is it for our non-spoiler part. And actually, we got it done under 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. All right. So diving deeper. The opening scene. Anne is narrating how she almost got married once and the Mr. Wentworth held her heart. But he was a sailor without rank or fortune, so she was persuaded to give him up. He was Can poor. I? Yeah. In other words, he was broke. <laughs> In the 2022. <laughs> he was broke. He was broke. And can I just say, from my perspective, that the whole scene with them kissing was definitely also a 2022 take. Yeah. I never read the book, but the 1995 version of the movie held true to the ideals, morals, and modicums of society. The laws and rules of decorum dictated back in 1816, 1817-ish time period when the book was written. If you were even caught alone with a man without a chaperone, nonetheless making out with him on a hillside, <laughs> that yeah. you either forced to marry them or pretty much you and your entire family were ruined. Yeah. And then in the next scene where she is single and thriving and she drinks excessive <laughs> amounts of wine and cries herself to sleep was, I feel, another 2022 spin on the story. Yes. What about you? Yes. I think there's a ton of women out there that were like, I can relate to that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but I did not feel it was it really was. historically accurate whatsoever. No. <laughs> no. We'll go through a lot of yeah. pieces of this that were not. They did not hold to the actual novel. I don't at all no they <laughs> i was like what's up with this rabbit like yeah he was cute and everything hopping around but she had this rabbit her pet rabbit in almost every scene yeah <laughs> well i will say this is what i did enjoy and we're already like off to the races yeah. on our thoughts but what i did enjoy was the um what do they call it breaking the the third or fourth wall when she's talking directly to the audience yeah so that was definitely a 2022 take but I did really like that. That segued far from the 1995 ad adaptation mm -hmm. and the 2007 adaptation. They haven't done that before. So I will say I did like that portion. So but yeah, yeah they it. took... Oh, you did. <laughs> yeah, we're getting gloves You can't on. see her face. We're she was like, I hate it. <laughs> oh, so we're did. putting our gloves on this time, guys, because I'm like, yeah, I did. I'm well, this actually let me down gently. <laughs> fine i was actually raging to my husband and my son i'm like what the heck is going on like she keeps stopping and looking at us like i'm right there and i just feel like that is weird and i was like well maybe the book was written in that way no no okay so i was like well maybe i can justify it in some way i mean as jill because she knows it all no it wasn't so they took a lot of liberties there i did actually enjoy that but yes i will absolutely agree that they the beginning scene was never written into the book it was her voiceover obviously in the novel but saying um that she had once been persuaded to give up a true right. love so that was Art actually was, in the novel yeah. but the kissing else, and the making no. it yeah no. no the rabbit that wasn't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're drinking alcohol, none of that. Well, now I know where you stand. This is going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> 11 minutes in, let's go. Okay, so next scene, did you have, I, I don't want to cut you off. Did you have anything else that you wanted Not to yet. say? Not yet. We'll, we'll leave it for later. <laughs> we'll do small doses. Small doses of April. Okay, so next scene, uh, we meet Anne's family, and they are hilarious. Uh, so her father, she says, has never met a reflective surface that he didn't like. And I say, I'm here for that man. 
That's right. <laughs> Don't shame us for wanting to look in the mirror. Uh, her father's vain. It's made very. clear that he's pretty vain, selfish, very surface level. Very narcissistic. Very narcissistic. <laughs> um, her mother passed away, and she has two very selfish and melodramatic sisters, Elizabeth, who is the oldest, and Mary, who is the youngest, both of whom it is made very clear in the movie and in the novel that uh, there's no love loss mm-hmm. between the sisters and Anne. Yes. <laughs> I actually thought that was funny where she made that comment where once family is only escapable by two things, marriage and death. Yeah. And both seem unlikely in the immediate future. And honestly, I can't say that I blame her. I mean, I was like <laughs> two minutes in, I was like, oh, my dear God, with these people. <laughs> Like, I can't, I can't. I like when they were reading the family history and they're like, we weren't even going to put you in at all. But dad said that people would think you're dead. Yes. <laughs> like, wow. Okay. Like, how rude can you be? I love it. Yeah. I'm here for that, man. All right. <laughs> so the next scene, uh, the family is in some financial trouble. Mm-hmm. Did you have any notes on what happened? <laughs> <laughs> just, I mean, he just loved to spend his money. Yeah. He wanted to look good. And the, the outfits that he bought were ridiculous anyway. <laughs> and then he, of course, has to have the big house and then just showing off really Kelly, is all it is. Kellen. Kellen Paul? Kellen Paul. Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah, that's their estate. Yeah. That's their and then they estate. have to decide to rent it out because they have lived, he has lived outside of their means for a long time. <laughs> and, <laughs> And so all the, you know, their friends and everyone, Mrs. Russell's coming over, Lady Russell, and is like, you have to move and rent this out. Like, you need to start living within your means. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, what does that mean? They basically <laughs> try to put him on a budget. And he, the first thing he says is, I think we've been paying too much to charity. Yes. We need to pull back on our yeah. generosity. <laughs> like, this man. You definitely see where his heart is. <laughs> this man is hilarious. It's all about him. <laughs> uh, so you're right. The family needs to downsize. Uh, and they need to rent out their family estate, which her father is, Mr. Elliot is, or I'm sorry, Baron Elliot mm-hmm. is extremely upset about. He does yes. not want a, quote, Navy man in his house. No. On his sheets. <laughs> yeah. Didn't they, he say, like, they're all ugly? Isn't that one of the things? I don't know. He, <laughs> in the movie, I think it. he said something like, they're all ugly. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, he was like, I kind of overgeneralize. I also, he says, I don't want them near my shrubs or yes. enjoying my garden. And Elizabeth, the sister, says, yes. I don't want their naked, naked flesh or skin on my sheets. I'm like, okay. What? <laughs> A lot of weird oh, stuff going on this there. Is outrageous. And uh, so, you know, they hatch this plan between Lady Russell and that other gentleman. What was his name? I don't know. I just have debt collector. Oh, okay. <laughs> Because it was kind of, was he Mrs. Clay's father, too, or mm. something like that? So there's yeah. this whole weirdness going on. <laughs> they hatch this plan that they all need, the Elliots need to move to Bath so that they can rent out their, their, house. Stay, their house. And then they can be in Bath and so that they can look better. So they kind of made him want to go. They appealed to his vanity yeah. and said, like, there you'll be like a 10. Oh, yeah. So five. <laughs> Remember that? She said you're a 10 here in wherever they are at Kelling. Or five, but you'll be a 10 there, a ten right? Bath. And then Mrs. Clay was like, you're a 13. You'll be a 13 there. <laughs> yeah. Mrs. Clay has the hotspur. Yeah. 
He's trying to kiss up to him. <laughs> yeah. She wants to be married into that family because yeah. she's not rich. So she's <laughs> she's the traveling companion, quote unquote, to Elizabeth. Yeah. But really, she has the hots for Yeah. Trying to become the stepmom yeah. <laughs> of Elizabeth. <It's> weird. <laughs> really weird. Uh, so he agrees. He has no choice. The family has to go to Bath. And what ends up happening is Admiral Croft and his wife, Mrs. Croft, are going to be the tenants. They love the house. They fall in love with it. They leave Anne behind to show them the house. Yep. And um, Mrs. Croft, so Admiral Croft's wife's brother, little brother, mm-hmm. turns out to be Captain Frederick Wentworth, yes. who is Anne's lost love yep. that she uh, didn't allow or her family didn't allow her to marry him because he was poor eight years ago. Yep. And then sailor. Lady Russell also persuaded her, which was her mom's yeah. friend. And they do have a scene in there that now Lady Russell realizes and is looking at what happened to Anne and how miserable she is now. And she says that she really actually feels sorry that she did that. But at the time, she had felt justified in giving her that advice yeah. to turn him down. I mean, who would have known that? So how do you feel about that? Let's just <clears throat> unpack it. Because in a way, I think Lady Russell, even in the novel, I think Lady Russell thought she was doing the best by Anne that she could because no one knew that that Frederick was going, Wentworth was going to become a rich uh, Navy captain. Mm-hmm. And at the time, Anne was very, they're very wealthy, mm-hmm. or they were very wealthy. Yeah, so I think she was trying to say, like, you're 19 years old. You're, this isn't your only option. You're just in love for the first time. Right. How many of us yeah. haven't married our first love? So I think in even in the novel, I got a sense for Lady Russell still feeling like, I don't feel like I was in the wrong because... We thought, right, that you were too young, that you were going to fall in love again. How are we to know that eight years later you would right. still be in love with him and not <laughs> have him in traffic and now he's rich? Yeah. So I did feel kind of sorry for Lady Russell. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a hard position. And then I guess in this one, I did feel like she was more sorry. I, in the 1995 one, I didn't feel like she was as sorry. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. She yeah. was a little bit colder yes. about it. I think she still stood by. And that's how the, the novel was mm-hmm. that way, too. But I think because they did the character development, mm-hmm. it still goes into the backstory as to why she told her to give him up or persuaded mm-hmm. her to give him up. And the family, too. I mean, you have to remember, she didn't have the family's blessing either. Oh, no. So she was literally going to elope. Yeah. With, with him. a penniless yeah. sailor. Really. Right. <laughs> and so I can... I don't know. Part of me is like, oh, I'm so prideful. But then part of me also is like, I get it, though. She pretty much probably would have been shunned by her whole family, right. too. So it wasn't just like, oh, you know, like nowadays, it would be like you they probably kick her out of the family. They would. Because that's how prideful they were. And so yeah. they're like, oh, they would have cut her off. And they probably, she would have never got to see her family. And that's a tough choice at 19. Right. So I don't know. I kind of feel it's hard. Yeah. I empathize with Lady Russell. All right. <laughs> So, we know now that Anne's going to stay behind. She also got a note a little bit earlier on that she, the while the family starts transitioning to Bath, they need someone to stay behind and show the house, which Anne agreed to do. And then Anne's also going to meet with her little sister, Mary. Yes. Oof. That's a, another hot mess right <laughs> So, we are at... Lady Mary, or her sister, Mary's mm-hmm. estate. Um, it's a small 
I guess, what is it, a guest house from Upper Cross? That's like, what the I, grade I house. think so, because yeah. it looked really close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her husband is Charles. He's going to be the heir to Upper mm-hmm. Cross, which is yeah. the great house. Yeah. So she's, I mean, the family's wealthy as right. well. The sister's wealthy else. Married into money. Yes. Very snobbish. Yeah. <laughs> Looks down on everyone else. Because Henrietta, her married sister-in-law, actually is wants to marry, like, a, I think a curate, which is basically, like, yeah. he's going to be a pastor. Yeah. And she's looking down and snubbing them. And one of the scenes you see yeah. that, too. Because he doesn't have money. Yes. As much money. She wouldn't even go into his house. You'll see that in one of the scenes. She's like... They're unclean, basically. It was very rude. Yeah. <laughs> like, they any house that has less than five broken. servants. Yeah. Yeah. It was just rude. She is a train wreck. <laughs> I have notes is. on her. We meet Anne's sister, her little sister, Mary. When Anne goes to her house at Uppercross, she is a dramatic, over-exaggerating <laughs> train wreck. Yes. And uh, we also get to meet, though, Mary's sister-in-law's. So Henrietta and Louisa Mosgrove, and I know that they're awesome. Mm-hmm. They seem very sweet. They yes. really love Anne. They cannot stand Mary. Now, which, who can blame her? I mean, she's just... <laughs> like two minutes with that lady, and I'd be like... Bye. She's mm-hmm. dying all the time. Yes, but only when she wants to be. Like, she uses all these illnesses to get out of stuff, but then as soon as she wants to do something, then, yeah. oh, I'm fine. She's like, like, I'm over that ailment. She's like, like me in 115 degrees. That's exact. <laughs> I was like, my organs are well, and then she she's quite heartless, too, on top of everything else, because she really doesn't care about her kids. No. Like, We're going to find out in a yeah. second she has no care for them in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just all about her. So, I mean, she learned that from her dad. Yeah. So we can't really totally blame her. <laughs> no, Apple doesn't fall far there. No. So we do learn that she does not really care about her children because the Crofts are going to have a dinner. Remember, they are now in Anne's ancestral home but she has to rent it they have to rent it out so the crafts are tenants now Anne is at upper cross with mary and her husband and their parents and they're all going to have a dinner they invited the crafts and then we learn that frederick wentworth yes. has been invited to dinner too yeah <laughs> with his sister and brother-in-law yeah and so Anne is freaking out <laughs> Yeah. Like, freaking out. She's where I would be. Yeah. Because she's like, it's been eight years. How do I look? Right. <laughs> I know. And then she was kind of excited, but not excited. I don't know. It felt like yeah. a mix of emotions. Yeah. And then what happens, what we were talking about, because Mary does, it doesn't does have a maternal bone in her body. At all. So her poor little guy breaks or hurts his arm. Yeah. Does he break it? Or um, In the book, he fell out of the tree and dislocated okay. his arm. I don't know. This doesn't really, the right. story doesn't clarify. He but he got hurt and she's just like, oh, well, I want to yeah. go to the dinner. And, you know, they're all saying, well, you can stay. Like her husband's like, you can stay. You're the mom. And she's like, why do I have to stay just because I'm the mom? It's like I gave birth. Wasn't yes. that enough? I was like, oh, my wow. God. It's like it. Yeah, and so that, and then she was, you know, uh, Anne was trying to be nice. She's like, "Well, I'll stay with you," and she's like, "Of course you would stay. Like I'm not staying by myself." <laughs> and then Anne, being the nice person she is, is like, "Well, I'll stay, and you can go." <laughs> and so yeah. she ends up not going that night. And then you see that Louise is so sweet that she's actually trying to pair Miss yeah. uh, Captain Wentworth with, and not knowing the backstory really of Anne. She's and trying to be a set up matchmaker, match, yeah. Thing, and Anne did say that she knew him but not how well that they were basically they were now engaged yeah. and, love and stuff or whatever <laughs> i just like that night did you catch that so the night she was watching the little boy she was essentially getting drunk yes with again. wine <laughs> and then <laughs> she does <laughs> <Frederick>. all, 
She does the equivalent of a 2022 drop dial where she out the window and screams, Yeah, Patrick. And everyone looks over at her and then she dives down. In my mind, I was like, Oh, that's a 19th century drunk dial. That's what you don't want to do after you've been drinking. You don't call your ex. No. But she did it out the window. Yes. And he heard her. She had to duck. And then she spilled her wine on herself. Yeah. She's a train wreck. Was it wine or was it gravy? It was one or the other, but whatever it was, it was a mess. It was a mess. I don't know if it was gravy. I thought it was the other. She had two wine bottles. She had two. She was really going (laughs) after She had a reserve. It was a rough night. <laughs> yes. Rough night. Um, so that's the humiliating uh, first interaction. Oh but it gets better. This poor girl. Yeah. Humiliated. I know. Because then life. when they finally do meet in person, she is not. Next morning. At her best whatsoever. No, she's hungover. And she's at the breakfast table and she's playing with her t- nephews and she's saying that they were saying they want to be sailors and she's like no you don't and then she starts making fun of captain wentworth she puts yes. on a basket she throws the bread basket the bread out of the basket puts it on her head and then she smears jam on her upper lip it's, it's, <laughs> and it's like i'm captain wentworth and he's like making fun of him as he comes in the door yeah <laughs> it's one of those cringe worthy yes moments like, oh my like, gosh oh. this is horrible and she <laughs> turns around and there he is yeah yeah. And then she has some kind of stumbling, not so nice things to say either. It's very awkward. And then she tells him that he looks old. Yeah. Well, older. She tries Her to first words. <laughs> you look old. And she's like, well, I mean, older. <laughs> and then she tells him, they have this weird interaction yeah. where she's like, your hair's intact. She's like, your, your hair's suitable too. <laughs> I have yes. knows what is happening. This is <laughs> I know it was the like, worst banter I've ever heard in my life. What is happening? Um, oh Frederick gosh. decides to leave quickly. Yeah. Their first encounter is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> um, he seems nervous though. I have that he seemed nervous. Mm-hmm. You think? Yeah, it was just a weird too, and awkward, and probably the expectation of seeing her again because he heard that she was there yeah. in the area. And then after eight years wondering. And she's sitting there making fun of him. Yes. With so. jam on her <laughs> upper lip as a mustache. <laughs> Dodge that bullet. Yeah, I'm probably thinking <laughs> that. Like, oh, God, I didn't. Oh, so the next night, uh, Anne does get dragged to another upper cross dinner. Mm-hmm. And this dinner is also awkward. Yeah, it's just a mess. And yeah. She doesn't want to sit next to him. Louisa <laughs> makes a spot next to Captain Frederick Wentworth yep. so that they can sit together because she's trying to be the matchmaker. Yes. Anne doesn't want to sit there. Yeah. So she's trying to find a different spot. It's like she's table. playing musical chairs and then the chairs keep disappearing. Everyone keeps sitting in Yeah, and everyone's trying to just take their seats. Yeah, and, and she's all being awkward, wandering around, almost sitting in other people's seats. It's horrible. <laughs> It is. It's just embarrassing to even watch. Yeah. Uh, But Wentworth at the dinner table lets everybody know that he is on land to find a wife. Yes. In no uncertain terms either. (laughs) Anyone from the age of 18 to 80 would be suitable. He said, well, almost anyone. As he looks at Anna. Almost. Yeah. Almost. Also, 18 to 80. Yeah. I'm like, wow. I think Narrow it down just a little bit. <laughs> Bring it in, sir. Yeah. Bring it in a little bit. <laughs> like 18 to 50. Yeah. Still gives you some options, but 80. Okay. I know. And then, I mean, he's just kind of 
does jabs through the whole dinner oh, yeah. in a quite loud voice because he also makes this underhanded comment to Louisa when actually Anne didn't sit next to him and is like, well, you're an upgrade from the person that was supposed to sit here who didn't oh. want to sit next to me. Yeah, shots were definitely fired yeah. there. Well, and I think he was, in the book, he's very passive aggressive as well, Captain oh, okay. Frederick Wentworth, because it is starting to show you that he still has uh, some resentment, yeah. some some feelings about <laughs> what happened. And so he takes a lot of shots at her. And he's going to take more. Yeah. Yeah. And then she has to put her foot in her mouth. I don't know. <laughs> They're talking about marriage. And I don't know if she's, like, nervous and, or what. And she decides to just blurt out in this whole conversation of marriage and everything. So he was talking about getting married. And then Anne says... Well, you know, Charles, which is her now brother-in-law, almost married me. He wanted to marry me first instead of marrying her. It's just like, what? It's quiet. But I love how everybody was like, yeah, that's yeah, true. that's true. <laughs> so Charles' parents. Even Mary. Mary was like, yeah, that's true. He did. <laughs> I know. She was, oh, oh so these moments, I just yeah. cringe yes. because it's the most awkward, nervous shot at conversation that I've ever seen. It It was was. like watching two awkward birds like (laughs) around each other. It was it was was making me laugh a lot. It was like wow. Okay. It's almost hard to watch guys. So (laughs) the next scene, so that awful dinner's over. The next morning um Anne is playing with her nephews. So her nephews still hurt Charles. He is the one that dislocated Mm -hmm. his shoulder or dislocated his arm in the book. And she decides to go out into the forest with them. She's playing uh, Queen Marie Antoinette Mm -hmm. and the guillotine and the French Revolution (laughs) and all that stuff, which is super cute. (laughs) And um, it gets a little out of hand. So the boys start beating her with sticks. Yeah. I was like, whoa, that's a little much, guys. I was like, I can resonate with that. That's my kids. (laughs) Always taking it to the next level. Yeah. Okay. So... She's actually getting hurt at yes. this time. And Frederick, Captain Frederick Wentworth. Mm-hmm. What is going on? Should we call him Wentworth or Frederick? Whatever you want. It's a long name. I know it is. <laughs> Wentworth <laughs> is right behind and and helps out in the mm-hmm. situation. He takes the boys. Yep. But then he starts jabbing again. at her again. What does yes. he say? Well, she basically is like, I don't want you to be angry at me. And he's like, well, what do you want yeah. to be? And then he basically walked away in a huff is what I remember. Yeah. What else did he say? He wouldn't even let her yeah. finish. So she just was like, okay. sitting there. <laughs> Um, And yeah, he's taking jabs at her. Every single conversation is an awkward conversation, Mm -hmm. but then there's that passive aggressive dig that he takes. Definitely. So then clear how he feels. Yeah. That he's super mad. Yeah. And super done with her. (laughs) Which, uh, I don't know. I kind of... I understand it because, yeah. again, someone has jilted you because you weren't rich enough. And so your love was enough. You weren't enough. So, yeah. I mean, I can definitely see where he's coming from. But at the same time, it's like, you've had eight years, dude. Like, <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> um, so the next scene is we see. Oh, wait. Nope, the next scene is where they are going to go for a walk. Yes, she's drug along yet again by her sister Mary, who just loves to make her go along on things with her. I love Mary is very self-aware that she's absolutely detestable. Because she's like, you have to come with me because I don't want to be alone and not a lot of people like to talk to me. (laughs) It's like, well, okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> she knows her truth. She does. She's so like, nice. I'm awful, and uh, you have to come with me because you're my sister, and nobody else will speak to In me. In the book, was she like that? As, as yeah, she okay. was. Yeah, um, the, the whole line about being, uh, we're going to get to this later, but the whole line about her... Of people being obligated to speak to her, yeah. I was in there. <laughs> she's, she's the character, you know. Yes. yes, for sure. And on this walk, of course, so there's a whole bunch of people going on this walk that they decided. So really what happens is you'll see that Anne is sitting there listening to her sister Mary go on and on and on and on yeah. and on and speaking actually to her. And was it Italian? I tell you. <laughs> because yeah, she so. says that you're not going to listen anyways. So she just sits there and talks to her in Italian. And then you see in the background the two sister-in-laws of Mary trying to go on a walk without Mary. And they're trying to run from shrub to shrub. But Anne sees them and can't help but laugh. Yeah. And so then Mary sees them. And so then she's like, oh, you're trying to go on a walk without me? I love walking. And they're like, no, you don't. Last time we had to carry like, you hate it. Yeah. She's like, that. just because I hate it doesn't mean I don't want to go. And they're like, okay. So she invites herself on the walk and then drags Anne on yeah. the walk with her. And then, so amidst the, the sister-in-laws of Mary and then the husband of Mary, Charles, and then, of course, Captain Wentworth there. has to come along. But we do find out one important aspect on the walk. Louisa is now wanting to pursue yes, Captain Wentworth. there was a change there. And yeah. she's really sweet. She comes and she talks to Anne about it. So mm-hmm. she's not like she's trying to stab her in the back or anything. She's like, you know, I was trying to get you guys together, but I've actually developed feelings for him myself. Yeah, her There's, younger, pretty sister-in-law has yeah. now developed feelings yeah. for him. And he seems to be responding to those yes. feelings as well. So what can Anne do? She's just kind of like, okay, what yeah. do you mean? And so okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she's not really feeling that way. At yeah. All. <laughs> my <laughs> next scene in my notes is one of the funniest, and that is when Anne goes into the woods to yes, go to the restroom. I know. And I thought that was also very 2022. Because I felt like, okay, you have this farmhouse you could walk to to use their bathroom. <laughs> so that's what would have happened in reality. But I don't you think, didn't go in. Yeah. Because you wanted to go in the woods. Exactly. And so I'm like, that's kind of weird. And so she decides to go do her business and pop a squat, whatever you want to call it. That was exactly what I had in my notes. I had I didn't read it, guys. I had AKA pop a squat. So I even asked my son, I'm like, is that appropriate, you think, to say pop a squat? Pop a squat. It's like, I think so. I'm like, okay, fine. That's what she was doing. I have it in my notes. I was like, she's really going. Yeah, I was like, what's going on here? (laughs) Because, again, I could see if you were, like, in Kentucky in the 1800s. (laughs) But England upper class is not going to pop a squat in the woods. Never. (laughs) Never. And then in the middle of it, she's picking up her skirts and starting to try to do the business and then she hears Louisa and Captain Wentworth and he is not saying very kind things so she stops she's devastated yeah <laughs> she forgets what she was doing and she listens to them and he was very again scathing in his opinion very low opinion of her yeah but Louisa is so sweet she's a true friend yeah she champions her friend and it's like no I don't think that you have the right you know idea of her right <laughs> And so I thought that was really nice. It was. And a really good friend. And that's actually in the novel. Is it? Not in that, in that 
there, there was no popping the squat. <laughs> yeah. Not in that context. <laughs> Anne's actually in the forest and just overhears them yes. because she's on a separate part of the walk. And that would and be she does overhear it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, <laughs> yes. And then, if that wasn't bad enough, so she's listening to him talk about her very poorly. She's getting her sister-in-law to stick up for her, which is great. But then she says... You know, I feel like I have farther to fall. And then when she goes to turn and walk away, she actually does fall yeah. and twist her ankle. Yeah. She falls pretty is, much flat on her face. Yeah. It's so pretty Which bad. is hilarious. <laughs> and so now she's trying to walk through yes. and hobble. Yeah. It was pretty bad. <laughs> so this poor girl's life. Yeah. But then it was sweet because then you see Captain Wentworth trying to get her to take the carriage. The, yeah. Her, his sister and brother-in-law, they came along and he's like, here, Anne, why don't you go? And she was trying to be all proud. Like, no, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. And he's like, stop. They said, stop being proud and like, just make this easy. Let it be easy. Yeah. And so she finally got in. <laughs> yeah. As what my husband would say to me, can you just... Just, Just be easy and yes. get in the car <laughs> already. Like, okay. <laughs> um, now we're going on a trip to line. Yeah, because they get back to the house. She's nursing her poor her foot, and then that's what they all come to exclaim to her that oh, we're going to line. Yeah, and of course she has to go yet again. She's like, I don't really feel like going. My leg is hurting, and they're like, no, nope, you're going because again, she's like uh, her sister Mary is like, if I'm going, you're going. Yeah, because the whole. Yeah, I want you to listen to me ramble on when no one else will. <laughs> yeah, so pack your 19th century bags. We're headed to the sunny English seaside That's town right. of Lyme. Lyme. <laughs> Where do they get their names? Is that I don't know, but when they get there, I'm like, this doesn't look like a sunny seaside town. I know. It's cloudy. A cold yes. Town. It's actually a part of it where she's taking a swim, and it looks super cold. Yeah. And I'm it's for- not a fun vacation destination. No. But uh, Captain Wentworth wants to be there because he's got two friends. And we meet yep. Captain Bennick. Yep. And, and Captain Harville. Captain Harville. Yep. From his back in the day <laughs> kind back of friends. Back in the day. <laughs> Throwback. Yeah. Yes. And they're uh, very nice. There's a few issues yeah. with them that we ha- discover. Like poor Captain Bennick, he's actually was in love with Captain Harville's sister. Yeah, and she Fanny. passed. Yeah, Fanny. She passed away, so he's heart sick. So Harville's trying to kind of get and to go talk to him because he has discovered that she likes poetry. Yes, which I'm sure she, he heard from Captain Wentworth. Yep, and that's in the novel. Okay. And- Really does has a love of poetry. Yeah. So, and the whole storyline with her and Captain Bennick being um, introduced mm-hmm. and sharing that kind of poetry while he's healing is true to form. Oh, that's so cool. There's one thing at least. Yeah. <laughs> one that they yeah, one. <laughs> And then Captain Harville also was kind of like, Can you talk? Didn't he mention like her talking to Captain Wentworth too? Because he said that her opinion actually matters. Yeah. And we talked about being like the admiral or coming back and doing stuff because he wasn't sure if he was going to retire. Right. Or he wants him to take the promotion of yeah. Admiral Croft has offered him a promotion to be admiral. So it's another seaside assignment. Mm-hmm. He's going to go to sea for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he wants Anne to talk to him to. Captain Wentworth, because Captain Wentworth is amazing at mm-hmm. sea. He's been a really good uh, captain, mm-hmm. and he's made a lot of money, and he is very his naval officers respect him, mm-hmm. so they want him to take the promotion. Yep. 
so he's like, please. And she's like, well, why would my opinion matter, really? And it's like, no, it does. And so later at dinner, she does actually end up yeah. speaking up and talking about it. And then you see her and Captain Bennett talking. And that was nice. I like the whole poetry thing. And then she actually was really sweet and gave him some advice. Like, you might be sad now. And she's like, I, I can't. Like, there's no magic wand, basically. But I can at least tell you what I told myself all the time. Like, you will get better. You yeah. make it through. This is okay. So I actually like that part. Yeah. It was actually good. And that's true, too. That That's is the book one. Okay. Just oh. seeing all the parts you like. Okay. The book. <laughs> all the parts you like. Oh, I picked out all the book parts, guys. <laughs> um, yes. I really want to talk about the cousin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we, are introduced, we are introduced on a walk to, yes. we don't know his name yet. We'll find out later right. that this is William Walter Elliott, mm-hmm. Anne's and Elizabeth's and Mary's cousin and yes. their father's heir. And he's very handsome. He's hot. Yeah, for he real. is. <laughs> I don't know who the actor is, but he's hot. <laughs> like, I got a second, Joseph. Henry Golden. I know exactly okay. who that is. Oh. He was in Crazy Rich Asians. He's, yeah. Yeah. He he's hot. very mysterious. In the book, he's supposed to be very mysterious. And again, we don't find his name out until a little bit, little bit later, but we're just introducing him now mm-hmm. because that's who we find out he is. Um, he's blocking Anne's mm-hmm. way. And yeah. he has this real like quick witty banter yes. which Anne likes yeah kind of he's very smart definitely. yeah he's very smart he's very mysterious and he flirts a lot yes yeah and Captain Wentworth doesn't like it no <laughs> and he comes up and it's kind of <laughs> I just think it's funny I don't know reminding me almost of two like roosters <laughs> Fighting over a hen. I need to dig into this. So I <laughs> I have the same. I said, uh, where's my notes? I said, uh, Wentworth is on the scene in 0.2 seconds and looks a little jealous yeah, that he said good morning. <laughs> it's like, nothing even happens in that conversation. Down. He is not having it. No. Uh, later that day, though, Anne and Frederick are on the beach together. And I think this is one of my favorite scenes. Um, it is not true to form in how the novel um, portrayed this mm-hmm. portion of their conversation or their interaction. Right. But some of the things that they did say was uh, portrayed in the novel. Just a different way. They were never on a beach alone yeah. together right. while she was swimming. Oh yeah, she was going to swim. Yeah. I don't think that was really accurate either. <laughs> no, but Frederick does apologize mm-hmm. for being a little bit overbearing that yes. morning um, and trying to protect Anne from nothing or from the mysterious cousin Yeah, Elias. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then what he does say, what they start talking about was really nice. I thought mm-hmm. that it was a, a well-done version of the conversation that happened in the in the novel where she basically says, or he says, they want to call a truce. Mm-hmm. And he knows he's been treating her really bad. And he asks for them to be friends. And yeah. Anne agrees that it is time for them to put down the gauntlet of being resentful yeah. and to establish a, mm-hmm. a peaceful friendship. And they do. Yeah, but I just thought it was funny. I have in my notes, she was delicate. Delegated to the friend zone, guys. Oh. <laughs> you can see on her face, like, she's like, yeah, friends, yeah, that's exactly what I had in mind. That's <laughs> so true. I did, I and, yeah. You're like, she's in the friend zone. That's now. right. And she did not want to be. So she's like, oh, sure, yeah, friends. Yeah. <laughs> and so also another thing, too, that he kept saying that I have in my notes that I thought was kind of funny how that he had to pretend to be her when things got rough when he was out to sea. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I would just always think, what would Anne do? And then I would pretend to be you, and it would all work out. <laughs> He's like, you should be an admiral. So I felt, again, they were putting the 2022 
viewpoint on it. For sure. Because I don't think that ever would have went down back in the 1800s because that just wasn't what you did when no. you didn't become admirals. So no, that, and know. he didn't, he never said the words that he was angered because the world denied her a chance at a public life, yeah. meaning that she could have no career. Yes. That's very I much in 2022. So that, yeah, I was going to ask you. <laughs> that has to be. That's very much. Um, if I'm trying to remember, because I don't remember word for word, I he did say... That she, so Anne, he did say she was very intelligent. Mm-hmm. I do remember that. Yeah. He did say she had a strong character mm-hmm. and she knew what to do. She was sensible, he mm-hmm. said, and she knew what to do in an emergency. But so no, it was never you being denied a public life yeah. that would not have been part of the narrative yeah. at that time, no. but even for Jane Austen. Right. But he did say some nice things in this one along those lines. Of yeah. Like you're, you know, intelligent. Yeah. You're good in a, and we'll see how good she is in a little bit when it comes to emergency situations. Yeah. That's it right now. Yeah. Uh, they run it. So Anne runs into again Mr. Elliot, their yeah. cousin. And they have this cousin. <laughs> you can definitely tell, guys. Always. He so, so wants to be. <laughs> yeah. He's very, very flirtatious. Yes. Like, he does not try to pretend in any way. No. He's extremely <laughs> mysterious. Like I said, he's the witty, mysterious. Mm-hmm flirting cousin mm-hmm. <laughs> and i think she's smart like the mm-hmm. the novel and this adaptation she is historically like the jane austen heroines are very smart yes. so she is smart mm-hmm. she also comes back with very clipped witty banter yes. so i think men are drawn to her not from a look standpoint we'll get into that mm-hmm. i have a lot of thoughts about that and i know you yes. do too. not from a look standpoint but she has an intelligence that and a wit them. about her that draws them the yeah. conversation and the the um the depth of how she can communicate is what attracts them not her looks right. and, and maybe her character it. too yeah how she is kind and all the things that she is she has well. a very strong character but in a not in your face way. Yeah. Which I felt this did not betray that. This was more in in your face. Yeah, way. very much in your face yeah. on this one. Yeah. Because like the 1995 one, I felt like that actress and the way that they wrote that up, it portrayed it a lot more. What I thought that the actual book would have been. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. I definitely think, I mean, we're skipping ahead, but we yeah. have, I have a lot of thoughts about how this was <laughs> the portrayal of this. But we have to remember it was from Netflix, so. Yeah. So we'll just leave it we at that for now. <laughs> We'll go into um, that rant later. <laughs> on another walk, these people walk a lot. On another walk, Louisa, which is very true to form in the novel, mm-hmm. decides to jump and have Frederick, Captain Wentworth, mm-hmm. catch her. Unfortunately, the second time she decides to jump, he misses her. Yeah, he's and, not prepared. <laughs> yeah, and she hits her head, and that causes her to be knocked out. She has a concussion. Yep. Which is very true and yeah. accurate. And Anne springs into action. Yeah, she does. So she's like, first they were going to, Captain's like, should I go? Captain Wentworth's like, should I go get help? And she's like, no, go have Bennett because he'll know where to go because he's from here. He's living here. And so she sends Captain Bennett and they don't have her get moved or anything, which is right. Great. And so she just takes charge and is definitely like more of an admiral than yeah. he is her captain. And so they end up, you know, taking her basically back to where they were staying. And then they were going to have Anne stay with Louisa because she's better, that kind of thing. And then Mary, she has to be narcissistic again. And like, well, I'm the (laughs) sister-in-law. Yeah. 
<laughs> she's like, no, I'll be the one staying. You can go back with uh, Captain Wentworth and tell the family what happened. Yeah. Because they have now. It's not like nowadays you can just pick up the phone or whatever. Text. And text or any of that. They have to go and inform them of what happened to their daughter. And at this point, she's still unconscious. Yeah. I mean, and we have to remember, that's really scary. Yeah. For it, 19th century. It's a high wall. Yeah. On to cobblestone. I mean, today it's pretty scary if someone has a concussion, right. but then it then was it extremely was, yeah. scary for them because right. they didn't have modern medicine, no. so that could mean death. Yeah. So. <laughs> that was hard. And then poor Captain Wentworth, he feels bad. He's like, well, I didn't catch her, but he had kept warning her and telling her, like, please don't jump. You shouldn't jump. And then she just did it anyways. Yeah. But then in the carriage ride, um, him and Anne have a conversation on the way back and he says, like, I should have not led her on to believe that I would catch her in other ways. Yeah. And so he kind of reveals that he doesn't have the feelings that Louisa has. But it's too late. Yeah. And he led her on. And now he she had thought that he would catch her, <laughs> not just in, yeah that way, but in marriage and all the other things that come with that. Yeah. And I think life. what he expresses is true. He is obligated to marry her now from a society standpoint. Yeah, because we he let her on. Certain, yeah, yeah. So now he's kind of like, oh, I'm stuck. <laughs> you know, he's like, Nah, I have to marry. Her. Yeah. And then he also asks Anne, like, How should I talk to her parents, or what should I do? <laughs> again, it's like, Do you not know any? <laughs> he's clueless. <laughs> I know. And I don't know. Again, was that more? I think of a 2022 version take on it of that kind of thing, like almost being more feminist type thing where we can do stuff what do you think i mean that didn't happen that way um i'm trying to remember i read this every christmas so i should (laughs) know like literally what the details are but i'm blanking on there they did have a carriage ride in the novel and we're doing a lot of comparing to the novel sorry guys but read it it's so good um I don't think he asked her what she would do. I think the, com- I, I know the conversation at that point was him saying, I know that I have to take responsibility and marry her now because I did lead her on. And then Anne knew too, because again, it was 19th century. So Anne said, yeah, I understand. That's what you have to do. So yeah. she didn't tell him like take responsibility. He, they just knew no. that that was going to yeah. happen. It's very different yeah. society back then. Yeah. yeah. So, so he goes, he tells uh, his pers- prospective in-laws that their daughter is unconscious. Yeah. And got that hard job out of the way. And in the meantime, Anne is going to Bath yep. to be with her family now. Yeah. And so she goes with Lady Russell. They have a picnic on the way, which, again, they have very much a conversation that is definitely more 2022 than it is anything in the 1800s. That never happened. No, I can tell that was right in for sure because they're talking about having company, and so it was like innuendo and all of this yeah, stuff. <laughs> Although that would have been a nice write-in in the actual novel, but no, Jane no. did not include no. <laughs> women having male companions no. without being married. <laughs> so. okay. Yeah, and then on the carriage ride, then they're talking too about the the conversation turns to the handsome dashing cousin yeah william walter elliott yes and how he is a 10 and anna's only a five or whatever they have dubbed her and so she doesn't think she has like a shot with him really which come <laughs> on i mean we'll get into that but 
Are you serious right now? You're a five. I know. Dakota Johnson, yeah. a five. I know. I'm like, what are we? <laughs> this is why I had so many problems with it. Yeah. But we'll get into that in our last closing yes. thoughts. Um, yeah, the next morning they are in Bath. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're joined again by the aunt, the Elliot family. Mm-hmm. So including Mr. Elliot, so the long lost cousin that's Seeking title and fortune, apparently. Yep. Uh, and he has a sit-down dinner with Anne and is very transparent. That never happens in the novel. We do not get his character. Um, we don't get his character development in what he is really after until the very end. And it actually happens through a third party yes. in the novel. He does not sit no. down with Anne and tell her that he's right. fortune and title seeking mm-hmm. and that he's... His plan that he's hatching right. is to marry Mrs. Clay, the oh, widow. But he never said that, did he? I thought he was saying that he was trying to keep Mrs. Clay from marrying Mr. Elliot or Baron Elliot. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yep, yeah, that's what he okay. said. Yeah. But he doesn't tell Anne right. that. No. Anne finds out in yes. the novel and the other adaptations Movies. in a very different yeah. way. Yeah, through, like you said, a third party. A third party, party yeah. Yeah. And I thought that was much more realistic than this way. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think you're going to sit there and spill your guts, dude. I'm like, so. No, and I think it was just, I don't know. I, I I don't have a problem with this because it was very, like we said, very much through the 2022 narrative, like, glance, which is fine. Um, but I just, did, I didn't like that plot line, I guess. I was like, well, I don't get it. Are they now in love? Is he telling her because he loves her? Yeah, I don't don't know. Or is he telling her because he wants her to stop him? Like, what was the reasoning? for? Or is he telling her because he thinks it's going to interest her? I have no idea. That he's being devious? I don't know what the plotline was supposed to be there. (laughs) He just, like, tells her, and then he's like, okay, well, as long as you're okay with it. And I'm like, what what is happening in this? Yeah, there's a lot of things I said, what is happening. and And she was like... Okay, and then the second he tells her, he gets up and walks away to go pursue her sister or lady or the Mrs. Clay. And then Anne looks at us and says something like, he's trying to flirt with me, right? And it's working. His candor is working. And I was like, working or isn't working yet. I don't know. It was just super confusing. I didn't get it. (laughs) I didn't quite get the candor. All he said basically was, I'm going to be hunting title and fortune <laughs> you're like okay I mean, I, yeah so i didn't that. buy that's i had a big problem with that i didn't buy that plot line that they kind of fed us i was like yeah. i don't understand what's happening here but okay yeah. um they didn't kind of they didn't explain what that was supposed to yeah. be moving on yeah that was <laughs> very interesting those were the thoughts around that it was a it, it honestly was a scene that i feel like could have gone to the cutting room floor (laughs) because it made no sense and then we cut to another scene where they're now in he's in love with her or something so i'm i was very confused um and then there was that other scene where they go to i can't remember the name off the top of my head i don't know if you have it in your notes of the supposed kind of relatives that uh, the down ripples was that who they yeah i i just remember that her dad you know Walter Elliott is all uh, a goggle about these people. Yes. <laughs> oh, we just need to be near them. We just, because to him, again, fame and fortune is everything. And so he thinks just by being near them that he's going to be, I guess, more popular. Or, yeah. I don't know. Just having some sway with them. And so they decide to go there. 
And then there's, there's the awkward, awkward, and I was like, what? I just sat there like, what is going on? She starts telling a dream that she had about an octopus and how it smothered in her face. But then she is the octopus. And then he replies some very weird stuff. And then she talks to embrace the yes. octopus sucking on her face. Yes. And yeah. And it was very weird, but she was supposed to be the octopus. So how could that even happen? But then it was like a hidden innuendo. Yeah. And I'm like, that so wouldn't happen. And then the lady, Dal- whatever her name Dal- is. Dal- Dal- yeah. It's like, yeah, that's what I've had dreams about, too. Because <laughs> of cheese. She like, ate bad cheese. I just, that uh, whole scene, too, is really been good. Cut. Yeah. I'm so like, we- what? Are we supposed to get from this? Yeah. I was very, like... It wasn't funny. I don't know if it was supposed to be funny. It wasn't funny. It was really lost on Yes. And it just was so unhistorically accurate that it just felt my trigger. Or pick something else. You know what I mean? Like, pick what actually happened where she was starting the conversation and nobody was listening. (laughs) Like, pick something else. Like that. Yeah. It was... (laughs) I'm with you. I feel like they were trying to be so different in the other movie and be their own self that they went way swerved into this weird territory where we don't understand what's happening. Yeah, I'm with you. That scene for me was very confusing as well. All of uh, Mr. Elliot's scenes were very confusing and odd. Yeah, and just not functional in the movie like we no. would cut to and if you're if you go and watch this you'll understand what we're right. saying better but we just kind of cut to him uh, Mr. Elliot in the scene and then something awkward happened and then we cut to another yeah. scene and then we're now in a scene where we believe they're supposed to be and he's in love with Anne yeah with no development right <laughs> right okay I'm oh, like, yeah and then he has that other scene where he's basically telling of course, a jealous Captain Wentworth that they're getting married. Yeah. And there's that scene, too. Yeah, they're in. So the next scene actually is they're in the bakery. And Anne turns around and Wentworth has come to bath. We find out later that he's actually chased her yeah. to bath. But we don't know. But we don't know that yet. And then Mr. Elliot walks in and starts to. What does he do? Just. I don't know. Just again, just be a. <laughs> Weirdest jerk or something. I don't even know what the right word. He starts to insinuate, I guess, that they're going to be married, and she's a magnificent creature and things. It's just, but they won't. Yeah, that whole they've only had two scenes together, so it doesn't feel believable. No, and then you don't know why, because at least in the other like 1995 version, you and I don't know if that was from the book, but you knew that he was just kind of fortune hunting. Yeah, doing it on purpose. For a reason. This doesn't seem... And there never does seem to be a reason. So I'm like, no. was he in love with her? Or was he playing? I don't really Well, know. in the actual novel, he was seeking Anne. He was pursuing her. But on purpose because he liked her? Or for, like, some... No, to, to... Yeah, to hunt for a fortune. But he also did like her. Okay. He because also I liked wondered, her. Like, wouldn't it be better for him to have gone for Elizabeth, being she's the older sister? Yeah, but he did actually like, fall in love. Uh, well, his version of what falling in love uh, is. It makes it clear that he yeah. doesn't know how to be in love, but yeah. he did respond to Anne's wit and intelligence. Mm-hmm. She challenged him, and they did have like a witty banter. Yeah. And so in the novel, he did fall for her. But in this adaptation, it, I don't know. They're trying to make it very transparent that he's fallen for multiple people. Yeah, so <laughs> like, it's confusing. I don't get it. <laughs> but then he does have a... 
he insinuates that Anne in the bakery and him are together Mm -hmm. in front of Captain Wentworth. Yeah. And then at the concert, because he, Mm -hmm. at the bakery, later invites Captain Wentworth to a concert that he and Anne are attending. Yeah. He does the same thing at the concert. Right. So he purposely, I think, is doing it like, come, and then I'll (laughs) rub this in Yeah, and he's rubbing it in his face. Yeah. but, But Anne isn't, like, it's, I don't know. In the novel, she actually does have feelings mm-hmm. for Mr. Elliot or develop some. And here it's, I don't, I don't understand because she doesn't. Right. It's awkward. <laughs> it's just, very, it's very, if you're confused by what we're saying, we're very confused yes, as well. Yes. It wasn't done well at all with his character. I almost feel like they could have left his whole entire character and storyline out of this adaptation. Except that it was Ooh. hot. Yeah. <laughs> that was That's not the only way. Yeah. Actually, I retract my yes, statement. Keep him in. He was like one of the hottest characters. How come he wasn't in the water with a white shirt on? Come on. <laughs> yeah, what about that? Let's <laughs> try and prejudice this story. Yeah, Bridgerton too. <laughs> Let's try to prejudice this bad boy. Um, yeah, so this is where we are. And then we're heading close to the end of the story. But at the concert, basically, Wentworth tells Anne that uh, he's seen enough. He feels like Anne and Mr. Elliot are going to get married because that's what he, Elliot, Mr. Elliot's insinuated. And so he's going out to sea. He's going to take the promotion. Yep. And... And is confused because a little bit ago he was going to talk to her, and yeah. then all of a sudden he's like, "I'm leaving." And she's remember, like, oh. she doesn't have feelings in this adaptation yeah. for Mr. Elliot. Well, and she didn't know because wasn't it a private conversation too that they had the two men? Yeah. And so she doesn't even know that he said that they're insinuated that they're getting married, right? And that's not true. She's never been proposed to or anything, right? <laughs> and so she's just totally and she has no feelings thing. for him in this storyline, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like she was kind of intrigued by him and thinks that he thought which who wouldn't have yeah. eyes but it's with you <laughs> other than that there's like nothing else <laughs> with you okay everything you're saying i agree april um now we are as we're coming to an end we find out that the oh, Anne's sister mary and her husband charles are wanting to invite Anne on behalf of captain wentworth and captain harville and have Captain Benick to a reunion at their hotel. So everybody that was in line, they want to come back to this hotel in Bath. Everybody's in town and they want to see Anne. Mm-hmm. So Anne's like, I have no other plans except for with this bottle of red wine. <laughs> Which, that's a plan. Just saying. <laughs> um, and so she decides to meet them at the reunion. And this is where we get a bombshell dropped. And this is how the book goes too. Mm-hmm. Anne was not aware that Frederick Wentworth was actually not now engaged to Louisa. Yes, we forgot to mention that before. That that's what she had thought this whole time that he was in Bath. Well, she did because he said in the carriage, "I'm responsible for marrying right her now." But they actually did announce that. Yeah. Well, and then all of the people have been saying that Louisa and her captain right. never said the last name, so we we're all like, oh, that's sad. Like They're, they're going to yeah. get married. And, and Anne was devastated by that, of course, but she's like, oh, what can I do now? Yeah. You know? And so, yeah, that was a very big bombshell for her to yeah. find out that this whole time that she thought he was getting married. He's, he's not. not. Louisa ended up falling in love with Captain Bennick, who yes. was the caretaker for her. Remember, Mary stayed behind Anne's sister, and Captain Bennick stayed behind with the physician 
transition mm-hmm. to nurse her, and they fell in love. Yeah, that's so sweet. Yeah. I love that. It was cute. Yeah, it was. And just how he got his second chance at love, too. Yeah, he did. So that was good. And then I did like, this one, I feel like the scene between Captain Harvel and Anne wasn't as, like, touching and doesn't have as much in it as the 1995 and probably the it novel didn't. had. It had just a snippet. Yeah. And so we see in this scene... Captain Wentworth actually overhearing their conversation. Yeah. And is talking all about, and I think they were mentioning, and it was all about Benick and marrying and stuff. And Captain Harwell kind of feels like he's maybe rushed it a little bit, like that he should have stayed a little more true to Fanny for a little bit longer. Yeah. Maybe he didn't sister. love her so much. And so he's saying, like, maybe, you know, a little fickle. And she's like, well, I would say Anne was saying, um, that women that we love longer, we love last. Yeah. And so then Captain Wentworth is overhearing all this. And so he's like, well, maybe she still does have feelings for me. Yeah. Maybe she still does love me after all this time because of what he overheard. Yes. And so he's writing a letter at the desk. And so then he leaves. And then Captain, and this one is a rush scene in this movie, like I said. I know. When it was really drawn out and I liked it. This one was just like over in two seconds. I'm like, okay. And I don't feel like there <laughs> okay. was even enough time for him to write the letter that he supposedly wrote her and then left off. I had desk. a big problem with that too. Yeah. I'm like, you're writing all of this? Seconds. <laughs> ten seconds. <laughs> and nice penmanship? I don't think so. <laughs> Scribble it on. Yeah. Well, no, I agree. It was very, I was, I had the same thought. He had time to sign his new promotion letter because that's what he was doing. Yeah. And over here, Captain Harville and uh, Anne talking and, and write, write the letter. Yeah. No, in the 1995 movie, they at least had it was longer. It was. there, And they had a long conversation and it made it more believable. This one, it was like two seconds and he's gone. And I'm like, yeah. And okay. he left the letter. Yeah. This two page yes. letter. Pulling yeah. out his heart. Yeah. And saying that. He did say, you pierce my soul, though. So when Anne opens up the letter, the first line is, you pierce my soul. Yeah. That's a huge line in the book. Uh, yeah. So that at least they got that right, too. Yeah, they <laughs> did. The the, what he what she reads in the letter is mostly verba- verbatim from the novel. Okay. Yeah. And I did like the letter. It was really nice that yeah. you wrote in that. I didn't believe really Anne sick. crying, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, okay. okay. Whatever. So she, she runs after him. Out. Yeah. yeah. And then you see in the street a surprise of uh, Sir Elliot, her kissing cousin, kissing someone else. Yeah. And it He's happens to out. be, yes, hardcore on the street with none other than Mrs. Clay. Yeah. Totally not true. That no. never and happened. I feel like, I don't know. I felt like maybe it'd be more believable if she was a very young or very, very, very attractive woman. That sounds weird to say, but yeah. the, the way they cast her was none of those things. No, and in the novel, she is. She's cast as a beautiful, younger woman. And in this one, I just didn't, again, believe it. No, this one was a. Uh, we'll talk about the <laughs> casting in a minute. We'll, we got yeah. We got to run towards the end yeah. so we can share all of our so thoughts. So she stops. She sees him in the middle of this making out with her cousin yeah. that she thought liked her, and then she's kind of like whatever. And so they had that weird awkward moment, but they're just kind of like whatever. You, you do what you do, and which in the novel she was much again. She was much more heartbroken, even in the other adaptations, yeah. because. They had formed feelings. Yeah. In this one, she didn't form any feelings. So when mm-hmm. he was, I was like, well, why are you right. showing him making out with another person? She yeah. doesn't care. Yeah. And she did. And she did. She's like, bye. Yeah. It was like a second and she's <laughs> oh, done. Right. Yeah. So again, it was kind of odd. And then she goes to Captain Wentworth. Yeah. 
And that was good. You want to finish it out? So they, uh, he turns around, she's screaming his name, and they finally reunite. And they obviously know that each other loves one another still. There's still a ton of feelings. Mm-hmm. And uh, they share a kiss. They make out in the street. <laughs> Again. Again. And... Yeah, that's where we leave them. Uh, the next scene is Mr. Elliot marrying Mrs. Clay, the one he was just making yes. out with on the corner. And that was sweet, though. Mm-hmm. I did. We saw Louisa and Captain Bennick. We saw Captain mm-hmm. Harville. We saw uh, Mr. Elliot. The whole, the Anne Elliot family was all there. Yeah. And Kit and Caboodle. Yeah, the whole Kit and Caboodle. They got married. Good luck to yeah. them. And oh, then last <laughs> the last closing scene is with Anne married to... Frederick Wentworth, Captain Frederick Wentworth. Yep. And she kind of had that little thing where it said, like, live your own life. Yeah. Your own, like, don't let other people dictate your life. Yeah. So that was nice because the whole being persuaded before. (laughs) Yes. So they kind of wrapped it up with a little bow on the end. So overall, that is the story. That's that. Now do you (laughs) want to get into our thoughts? I think you kind of had an idea. Yeah, just just a little. Just a little. (laughs) Because stud or dud, you can know right off the top, mine's going to be a dud. Mine too. Yeah. Oh, and okay. I was yeah. bummed. Yeah, I bet. Because I was like, when you said the other day it was cute, I'm like, oh, wow, maybe I really thought you weren't going to like it. Because I'm like, you being this hardcore I know. Austin fan, Persuasion being your favorite, I'm like, I didn't like it. And I was never like in love with Persuasion, I guess, like you were. So yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, they just butchered this. I'm sorry. <laughs> no- well, I did think it was cute in the sense that I think... I loved the monologues that she had with the audience, number one. I yeah, did like I when she that. broke the, I think it's called Breaking the Fourth Wall, yeah. where she t- you talk directly to the audience. I liked that aspect. It was very much a 2022 mm-hmm. aspect. And I just uh, felt like it was unreal. And I'm like, why are you doing this? This just makes it look awkward. <laughs> so I had different views on the story because it's not that I didn't... I do. I think it was a dud. If I'm reading it right now, I definitely think it was a dud. um, And there's specific reasons for that, which I'll talk about in a minute. But overall, I did think the storyline was cute. Like I was like, okay, on a Saturday night, I would totally watch this. Now, do I think that it was close to the Jane Austen Mm -hmm. writing? No, Mm -hmm. not at all. No, but was it a cute of, love yeah. story? Yeah, I think it was. I think if you go into it not knowing anything at all right. about Persuasion, Jane Austen, or anything, then you could just take it as a Saturday Night Flip. Yes, and that's right. how I took yeah. it. But if you're going into it with, like, a hardcore Jane Austen love, I feel like you almost feel ripped off. Oh, yeah. Because you also feel almost like, I don't know, it's just like they're slandering or I don't know. It's they just were. Like, this is this epic novel that... right. It's just from generation to generation has been passed down and it just did not do it justice at all. No. Like I was just thinking, oh, poor Jane Austen. If she could rise from her grave right now, she would be like, what yeah. did you do? Yeah. <laughs> no, and I agree. And that is kind of the lens that I was trying to see it through was like, would I watch this with my girlfriends mm-hmm. with like a glass of wine or yeah. a peach margarita? I think I'd have to have about 10 glasses. There, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a little risque for Netflix. It's a Netflix No, not that. Just that I didn't like it. And so to get through it again, like, I already had to watch this one and a half times. So I would have to be drinking a little bit more. The next time we put it on, I'm going to put it on a 1.5 speed. We're going to watch it in slow-mo. I thought for a Saturday night Netflix film, it was fine. Now, 
The problems that I had with this um, are, oops, sorry guys, that was my phone. The problems that I had with this are, I absolutely did not feel like they cast this correctly. And I think you had a bigger problem with that. So you go ahead. Your face says I did. (laughs) Well, we were just both so triggered because again, you should cast the people that fit their role. Right. And Dakota Johnson is beautiful. Yeah. And it was supposed to be like a plainer. Only. Yeah. Yeah. And she's none of those things. Yeah. Because I'm like, if she is that, what the heck am I? I mean, good Lord. No. A hundred percent in agreement with you. I really, it drove me crazy. No shade to Dakota Johnson. You're gorgeous. It drove me crazy that we were expected to believe that she was a five. Yeah. Because they, what, stripped her of makeup? Yeah. That's what I was like. You're you're still like an 11, okay? (laughs) And the whole basis of this story, traditionally, the way that Jane Austen wrote it was for a woman who was not traditionally beautiful. Mm -hmm. She was very, it was very clear in the novel that she was plain Mm -hmm. and was plain older. She was 27 now, which Mm -hmm. in that time. Oh my dear God, I must be like ancient. ancient. (laughs) Past her. Put us out the pasture. Um, But she was smart. She was very witty. Mm -hmm. She had a love of banter. And she was very um, conversational. Mm -hmm. So those were her attributes. And she had a strong character. Mm -hmm. So I just had a big problem with... Uh, us yeah. taking a Hollywood starlet and stripping her of makeup and being like, this will fit the right. plain Jane role. I'm like, no, it won't. Yeah. So that was no, thanks. No, I feel like they did good. Like the dad was good in his portrayal. Yeah. Like Mary and Elizabeth, all of them in their narcissistic ways. That yeah. Was pretty good. Richard Grant is, uh, is really a well-known British yeah. actor. So he did and I great. thought they were all good and they were good. I, like I said, Mrs. Clay. No, I don't feel like they, I feel like they should have chosen someone that had a little bit different I don't know something (laughs) well so what I did notice and I have this in my notes and we're getting way down this rabbit hole so I'll turn back to what I did notice is that they introduced a ethnically diverse cast Mm -hmm. and I loved it yeah we see Bridgerton doing Mm -hmm. that we see Mr. Malcolm's List doing it we're seeing um now persuasion doing it so i love that Mm -hmm. aspect and i think that's great that everyone's being reflected awesome what i still have a problem with and we were talking about this earlier was like where's the the body uh diversity Mm -hmm. like where's the body shape diversity Mm -hmm. i still don't see fuller figured women being representative bridget being represented bridgerton is really the only one with lady penelope's story that is introducing a heroine that's a fuller figured woman and so i'd like to see more of that Mm -hmm. i'm sorry i think you picked dakota johnson who's a level 11 in the looks department tried to strip her of makeup and put her in this plain Jane role and that it's just not gonna fly no (laughs) I thought that um the the other casting was really good Henry Golding playing Mr. Elliot whatever man like (laughs) (laughs) you're handsome so okay uh that's all we care again just a really not great role for him and he's been in movies where he's played very deep characters and I just feel like this one they didn't do Mr. Elliot justice and the role was real flat for him mm-hmm. so I'm sorry what about the what, the role of Captain Wentworth did you think Cosmo Jarvis yeah um I didn't like it 
No, I couldn't get into him either. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, it's not, I didn't think there was the chemistry. Like mm-hmm. if we're talking about, and this is where it gets tough because I'm such a Jane Austen yeah. snob. Again, Saturday night movie, glass of wine. I have no problem with this, mm-hmm. but to slap the Jane Austen branding on it. It's you know, so and to have a love of Jane Austen since eleven years old, and to come into it like that—that's hard. I was like, "Oh, yeah. I really want to like this, <laughs> yes. but I just can't." And I did want to like it too, and literally, like two minutes in, I'm like, "What the heck?" Yeah, like, I think I had to finish watching it for our podcast, and I think that is honestly the only reason. Yeah, I, I know. It. You're all right. <laughs> well, and I just didn't buy his Captain Frederick Wentworth either. I mm-hmm. the. The novel and the adaptations that we saw in 1995 mm-hmm. and 2007, there was so much quiet yes. depth yes. and emotion. And I felt that, too. Yeah. And here it was just so loud and surface. Right. So, like, yeah. No, no, thanks. Yeah. I'm buying it. <laughs> I think that we are the same as a lot of people because I actually looked at reviews last night. and it Oh, you like did? A 31 on Rotten Tomatoes <gasps> or something really low. Like, it was a 2.5 or oh, something. That makes me so sad because it's a Jane Austen. Yes, and I feel like oh. it could have been so... Good. <laughs> and it was so bad. bad. Well, and that makes me so sad because, oh. I'm laughing too because you guys, if you hear that noise in the background, dog's that's her dog snoring. It's not us. It's not us. Even she hated it. She's like, I fell asleep. She's like, I'm over them talking about it. Is there anything else that we forgot to mention? I think we're an hour and 15 minutes in, so we got to cut yeah, this. Yeah, we do. So we pretty much said, like, I was going to ask you if the 1995 version or this is better, but of course we know. I think the 1995 and the 2007. 2007. Yeah. Yeah. And do you think it did the book justice? That no. would be a huge heck no. Yeah. It did. <laughs> Very much did And not. I feel sad because I wanted to like it. We've been looking forward to this. We talked about doing this for like two months when we heard that they were doing Persuasion on Netflix and we were so excited. Well, and yeah. now we're just like, I can't stop laughing because the dog I'm is kicking. snoring. I'm, I'm not kicking him. I'm putting my foot in her face so she stopped snoring. This is getting real with us. Yeah. And our snoring. There we go. No, I, I think that's it. That's It was sad. I'm... I wanted it to be so much better than it was. Yes. And I think if they would have st- stuck to the original writing and adapted it that way mm-hmm. and casted it better, mm-hmm. it could have been. Because to me, uh, if you're going to do a book or another movie again, you're doing it again. You're just doing it in your own way a little bit. But don't take so much like. Yeah. I don't know. What do you even call that? Where they just they just changed everything. <laughs> <laughs> they took a lot of liberties. Yeah. yeah, and I think that they could have, to me, the basis of persuasion is for someone who, again, is not traditionally pretty mm-hmm. and is on the fringe of society. Yeah. Like, remember, she's now a spinster. She's not married. She's 27. I just didn't feel it with this character. And I think mm-hmm. Dakota Johnson, again, no shade to her. She's amazing. She's gorgeous. Um, not the right person yeah. for the role. And, mm-hmm. you know. That was my so, that's my opinion. That is our opinion. You saw that we got a little feisty in we this. We did. <laughs> and then some. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this crazy ride. Yeah. We have to cut it short because this is an hour and 20 minutes of us talking. <laughs> yeah. We'll cut it well, short for you. Hopefully you liked it. And we will catch you next time. Yeah. We love you. Yes. And you guys have a wonderful day. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.